Hey there, you're listening to another episode of the DIY Marketing School podcast. I'm your host and your marketing coach, Melanie Diane Howe. And in this episode, I am actually going to try to help you deal with the concept of market saturation. friends. Okay, so today, I want to cover a topic that I think comes up in, I mean, just about anyone who has a business idea or is thinking about going into business or even is thinking about a new product offer or changing something up in their business. And that is, is the market saturated? Like, yes, other people are doing what you're doing. Other people can offer what you're offering. There are a million of you know options out there for whatever it is you do or sell, right? And so sometimes we can get a little bit hung up and think, ah, you know, do I really need to add this? I mean, why would people come to me? And you know, there's a bunch of other people already doing this, so the market's already saturated. Here's the deal: I don't think the market can ever be saturated. I truly, truly, truly do not believe in this concept. And I think that you have to remind yourself that while there may be other people doing what you do, or there may be other people offering the products that you offer, you are the person who makes your offer and your business unique, right? And everybody, even if you're similar to somebody else, you're still you and your people are going to establish a relationship with you. And so, but here's something that I want I want you to um, look at it a different way that will actually hopefully add a little fuel for you. So look at it this way. It's not market saturation. It's actually awareness. So in a way, if there are a lot of other people doing what you do, then there must be a lot of people that need it. Or if there's a lot of people that offer products like you offer, or even selling the same exact products, then that means there's a lot of people that need it. And the more people that are out there talking about it, competitors, peers, whoever, who are trying to, you know, market themselves or their business, whatever, then when you bring it up to somebody or when somebody comes to you, they've already heard about it. They already know about it. They already know it's an option. You're not having to educate them, you know, about the option of it. So I think a lot about, for example, um, people who sell like essential oils or even like yoga studios or yoga instructors. You know, there are a lot of people out there who use and sell essential oils, right? And that, think about the first person who started getting into that before it became popular. Those first people that were into oils and started selling them. Well, they had, I mean, most people had didn't even know what essential oils were. They had no idea. So they were spending their time educating and explaining what these things were. Whereas fast forward to today, most people have heard of essential oils. I mean, you can buy essential oils just about everywhere. You can buy them at the drugstore. You can buy them at the health food store. You can buy them at the grocery store, Target, wherever. But you can also buy them from, you know, an individual who might be a specialist in helping, you know, you know, which oils you need and how to use them and all the different alternative ways to use them. So think about that. Think about going into the oil business now where there's all these people and there's all these places you can buy oils but people know what they are versus going into this business, you know, 20 some years ago when nobody knew what the heck essential oils was or were, whatever. 
So in the same, if you're not doing oils, fine, right? That's just an easy example I wanted to use. But, you know, maybe you are teaching something that is a bit more abstract and there are other people out there doing it. Well, great. This means there's a need. And it also means that people are going to continue to be made aware that this is an option for them. So don't get stuck on the concept of it being, you know, the market is saturated or whatever. Look at it as, hey, the fact that there's other people doing this means, one, there's a need, and two, that most likely my audience, the people in my audience or the people that I come across or the people who come into my my network, my world, have probably already heard about it. And so I want you to spend your energy on you know, how can you put yourself out there, put yourself in your content, using videos, using images of yourself, educating, putting your spin on things, offering free resources so that people can get a good sampling of you and decide, do they want to invest in this with you or do they want to invest in in it with somebody else? Because ultimately you are what they're buying, right? You are ultimately what they're buying. And it's the same with almost any business. I use the restaurant example all the time. You know, we have places that we like to go. And a lot of times it's because we really like the food. There's maybe that perfect shrimp taco that's just freaking amazing, right? You love the shrimp taco, but you probably also love the people. And let's say it was the best shrimp taco you've ever had in your entire life, but the people at the restaurant were rude to you and nasty. I don't know if you'd go back so often. You may never go back at all, right? And so the people in our businesses are so important. So regardless of what business type you have, you got to have the people in your business because, hey, there's a lot of places we can get shrimp tacos, but you can have the best shrimp taco in the world. But if you have crappy people, you're not going to have a good business, right? And that's how people decide where they want to hone in and where they want to go and where they want to invest. A lot of times it has to do with the people. And so instead of focusing on worrying about the market saturation or comparing yourself to others or all those things, look at it as a blessing, a blessing that not only people know that they need what you have, a blessing that you can look at how somebody else is doing it and learn from them, a blessing that your people are probably going to be further along in the journey because they've heard of it, even if it was from somebody else. And if they decide to invest in you, then you can have the assurance that they're investing in you right? And so I want you to look at it that way. That's just something I wanted to share today, kind of a quick little tip, um, just turning this concept, you know, around so that it can benefit you because sitting there and worrying about market saturation isn't productive. We all have competitors. There are very few of us in this business world and in this industry and in, in any industry that can say, man, there's nobody else doing what I do at all. Like there's, I've never even heard of this service before. You are on the bleeding edge, right? There's very, very few of us that are in that situation. And that's an entirely different problem and challenge and unique opportunity to have. But most of us, the majority of us have competitors or we have people out there doing what we're doing in a very similar way, if not even in the exact same way. So focus on yourself. How can you differentiate yourself and let people get to know you so they can decide to invest in you? Because ultimately, that is what they're investing in. All right, my friends, that's what I had for you guys today. Quick tip episode really for you, but hopefully it will help you change your mindset around market saturation. If you uh, have not already subscribed to this podcast, I hope that you will subscribe because you won't miss an episode if you subscribe. I suck at email marketing, you guys. I suck at emails. So I don't always send, I don't always get to the email. 
You know, I'm busy. I'm crazy. I, I need to get better about that, right? We all have things we need to improve on. I might be a marketing, you know, specialist and a strategist and all those things, but hey, it's kind of like the plumber who can't fix his own freaking bathroom, right? They don't have time for it because they're fixing everybody else's. So whatever, I said it. I'm I suck at email marketing. <laughs> so every once in a while, an email does not necessarily go out. So if you're on my email list, great, but. Hey, just subscribe to the podcast so you don't ever miss it and you'll get that notification that there's a new episode that dropped. So, and if you've been around for a while and you like my podcast or this episode even, do me a big favor. It will help me out a lot is uh, give me a review. Just grab that review section, take a couple minutes and type in your thoughts. What episode uh, helped you and what is it that you like about this podcast? It not only helps me in the, of course, podcast world, but it does. I like the feedback. The feedback helps me know, okay, great. This is working for them. I'll keep doing it. So All right, my friends, have a good one and go be awesome.